me, but I'm not the girl of your dreams Cause I've been rocking and dodging the beat of love Baby, I'm not the one for you I'm not letting you on cause you know my truth But I know just what to do for you Cause when that Jones come down it hey, Na-na-na-na-na-na-na Welcome to my sister's circle. It is Thursday at seven o'clock, our favorite, favorite, favorite day of the week <laughs> here at my sister's circle. I am your host, Dewana. Coach D is what they call me. And I am excited to be here with you guys tonight. I do have my beautiful co-host with me. Oh, oh, you there? I am. Hi, everybody. Hey. Happy Thursday. Hey, honey. How are Hi. you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, how was your week? It has been a very, very busy week, but a good week. I miss seeing you in person. I know, right? I know, right? We got to ask Charlie, when are we getting back in the studio? Because I, I'm definitely missing being in the studio atmosphere. You know, I said that before. Yeah. I want to say I said that last week um, or maybe the week before how it is totally different being at home, um, although, you know, technology is amazing and, you know, I can have, you know, our beautiful, you know, screen yeah. here with us here even at home because, you know, it's just so amazing how technology is. Mm -hmm. It's still atmosphere of the studio that I completely miss. Like, I'm just, I need the studio life, you know, so. Yes. It's coming Yay. back real soon, Charlie said. So what I don't know how to do is I don't know how to share. Guys, listen, I am I, I gotta work on being an executive producer. I don't, I just social media <laughs> is just getting a little bit difficult for me. Um, I don't know how to share the page to my page, like on on the computer. I just don't know how. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Today's episode, today's topic is so amazing um oh when Owen and i uh discuss our topics um we always make sure that we choose so we wanted to actually do something else but because we have a mm -hmm. guest today we just we just was like you know we don't want to you know have this type of topic this deep topic <laughs> with this guest but we're gonna say that one for y'all because that's a real good some real good content but even this topic today the bridging the gap um, between the younger and older women generation, I think it's an amazing topic. What what you think about that? I am very excited about it because I think it's something that not a lot of not a lot of people talk about. Mm -hmm. And I think because of well, without going into the topic too early, I think it's something that's not addressed early enough. Um, so I'm excited to maybe shine a little light on our perspective of it. I totally agree. So you guys know what to do. Um, it is Thursday. So on Thursdays, our sister of the week, we do have a sister of the week that we shine some light on. Oh, I found how you share it. Okay. I'm working, guys. Yay. I know I'm looking down. 
I'm working over here. I am working all this time. Right. So um, you guys know what to do. You guys know, like, share, invite people, tag them in, tag them in, tag them in so that they can be part of this conversation. Also, you know, on Thursdays, what we like to do is we like to highlight a sister of the week. Um, so today we are highlighting a sister of the week and I'm going to let, oh, take that one away for us. Okay. Uh, so I think one of the favorite parts of our show is sister of the week, because I think that we both really, really try to pick someone um, that is laid on our heart. Right. Mm -hmm. So this week, I typically see like in my mind as I'm praying, I typically see like a couple of different ladies, but I've been seeing this particular sister's face for a month. And I feel like I've not been obedient in picking her sooner. So on mm. air, I have to say, Lord, I'm sorry. I should have done it sooner. I don't know what happened, but we're fixing it right now. Ooh, so that's good. Yeah, so our sister of the week is, drum roll, Didrika Smith. That is a beautiful picture. So a little bit about Didrika. Um, we all went to church together. Dewana, you were in Didrika. I do. Um, so we all grew up together. She's a couple of years younger than us. And for years, I have just, since like social media and all that, you know, like you don't get to see people very often in person. Um, sometimes people change churches, stop going to church or whatever. And I think her and I have just been like hit or miss, but we always manage to circle back around and keep in touch with each other. And I picked Didrika because I have been watching her intently on social media. And the thing mm -hmm. that I most appreciate about Didrika is the way, now she's younger, she's my sister's age. I'm 37, Didrika I think is like 31, 32. Didrika, I'm sorry if I aged you older than what you are. Um, but I'm most impressed <laughs> by the way she conducts herself as a young lady. And I'm very impressed with the way that she conducts herself as a mother. Um, I yes. just applaud her hard work. I applaud the way that she takes care of her children, the way she looks out for her sisters, the way she looks out for her mother. She has been like that since she was a little girl. I've known Didrika since she was a little girl. And I have watched her grow up in front of me and she has always been a go-getter, and like a boss little girl. She's always had so much drive and so much determination. And to see her as a mother of three, she has three beautiful children, to see her as a mother now and to watch her work ethic and the way she takes, she's a homeowner, she owns a business. She's just doing great things. And she sets a beautiful example for women and young girls her age to wanna strive for greatness. So Didrika, I love you. And I appreciate you. And I am so proud of you. And I hope that you keep pushing forward. And you're absolutely gorgeous. I mean, hello. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And just as gorgeous. sweet as she can be, humble and sweet and has the most beautiful spirit and personality. So that's our sister of the week. Yes. So I'm clapping for our sister of the week. Congratulations, Rika. I love you. You know how I feel about you, Rika. You know our family. 
Um, Rika is my goddaughter's aunt. So me and Rika's sister, Dominique, you know, we, we go way back and you just a, just a beautiful person, genuine, beautiful person. So yes, congratulations. You picked an amazing sister of the week. So I'm, I'm happy that it was her time. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So I don't remember what the runner show was. Of course I don't. <laughs> I think we're but, right on track. <laughs> but what? No. So this is what we're going to do. Instead of, so we are going to play an amazing clip for our next guest. That's what we're going to do. Okay, that's fine. That's what we're going to do. Give me one second. Let me, so you guys, you play the intro so I can check my messages to make sure our guest haven't had, hasn't had any problems. You could, you could do that. What cost me so broken I've been broken and bruised wondering will God still use crying out to you you are more than enough for me oh God Jehovah Rapha you're my Can I get a witness? Say it again. Your presence here is all we need. You bring the change with sounds of the NCT or why You change everything. So open the gates and let the him who sat on the throne, a scroll written on the inside and out, and sealed with seven seals. Unto the Lamb, I Aware of our amazing guest, Kim Stratton. 
if you guys know her music, if you guys have ever worshipped to anything that she has, I mean, her voice, the worship, the anointing, the power in her voice is just so amazing. I know that Broken um, that she was featured in with Shekinah Glory Ministries has been something that has gotten me through some rough storms, okay? Some rough, rough storms. So I am just excited that that is our guest for today. I'm not sure if she's on yet. Charlie will let us know when she's on. But I wanted to make sure that we um, play that introduction so you guys could be aware of who she is and how amazing she is. So what I want you guys to do, we're going to go to a quick commercial. I want you guys to tag. Oh, let me ask you. Did you know, Do did, did have you, had you ever heard Kim Stratton songs, any worship of hers before? I have. And I instantly remembered her face when you sent me the picture of her on the flyer. And I was like, oh. Yes, I've heard her song before, and I saw the clip before of her doing the live praise and worship in concert. So I instantly knew who she was, yes. And I mean, the worship, it's, it was, it's so genuine. It's so mm -hmm. authentic. Um, every time I hear her voice, it's always so authentic. And I, rem I the other day I asked Aranda, I said, Aranda, do you remember Kim Stratton? And I played it for him, and he gonna say, yes, the song that you played, all the time i'm like yeah her <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because that, well, you don't hear you. a lot of i mean you don't hear i mean there are some great gospel artists but you her voice is very distinctive you don't hear a lot of women that sing like that with that power and that confidence and she has a beautiful voice confidence. so yeah you cannot forget her that confidence yes so charlie has she made it on yet okay cool so i'm gonna have you go to a commercial break and while he's going to a commercial break, while Charlie, you guys, last week, I just want to give, you know, just a shout out to Charlie one more time because you, 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 you just appreciate, I appreciate you so much, Charlie. I know they, they don't see you, but I appreciate you so much because last week that Zoom thing, honey, <laughs> that's all Ooh. I'm going to say is honey, that Zoom thing. We need to take like a tech class via Charlie so we know what we're doing. Because listen, I am operating off of my cell phone right now with the laptop sitting in front of me, but I have no clue what I'm doing. And I'm not even ashamed to say it. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. But that's what I was saying last week when I said, you know, people say that, you know, that it's cool to just do it, you know, do their podcast or their show just from home you know but honestly charlie really lifts the burden off of us like we don't have to yes, do Lord. anything like i told you guys last week oh my, i mean charlie mics us up he he mics yeah. us he he makes sure that the lighting is good we don't have to do any of that he makes we literally sure walk in with our cup <laughs> We don't, we don't, we don't have to do anything but, but sit down with the material that we're getting ready to go. He makes sure that it's distributed to YouTube and to you guys on Facebook. And last yeah. week was just, Charlie, when you call me the executive producer, I'm going to, I need to be challenged and do some work, some real work and becoming an executive producer, because I think you've been giving me that fr freebie. You, you've been giving me, giving me that title as a freebie. Yeah. I don't know if that I don't know if I'm quite an executive producer yet. <laughs> I'm gonna get there though. 
then that's where I need to be and only. <laughs> Sis said that's more than enough. That's more than enough because the technology part is just not it for me. Okay. So, Charlie, go ahead and sister, I, I promise you I haven't earned my stripes yet. So, go ahead and go to commercial. And you guys, while he's going to commercial, I need you guys to tag and bring some more people in. Share it to groups. I shared it to so many groups already. I need you guys to go ahead and tag people in. Get your perfect body in 2022. Dare to be bodied is offering laser lipo, lipo cavitation, skin tightening, butt and breast lift, vaginal steaming, and so much more. Why don't you dare to be bodied? Call now for your free consultation. 313-434-4404. yourself to be yourself a 30-day brain fuel devotional your opportunity starts now take the next 30 days of brain fuel standing on the word of god and faith transfer your mind modality and mission it's the same word you know activated in the way you didn't starting today you can see yourself to be yourself sooner secure wiser and wealthier let's go it's time for your healing. Introducing the Healing Station, home of the incredible Healing Station oils, featuring the number one biblical anointing oil. Be healed with seven different oil blends and beautiful prayer shawls to enhance your time with the Lord. Need prayer? Visit the website at myhealingstation.com with a live prayer chat. For more info, call 815-483-9874. Visit the website at myhealingstation.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Get your healing. Healing with the Healing Station. We're back. Sis, are you there? Okay, so she's not there. I think she is probably trying to get in touch with our guest. So in the comments below, uh, some of our guests that are on, why don't you comment uh, what some of your favorite gospel artists and who you've been listening to and who's an inspiration for you? I know who have I been listening to? You all are probably going to laugh because some of these artists have been out for a while, but because I am not, how do I say? Oh, sis, there you are. I just told our visitors to, uh, the names of some gospel artists that they like and some songs of inspiration that they like. I was going to start naming off some of my older gospel music that I like for everybody to laugh at me. 
So am I frozen? Can you guys see me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got one comment of Miranda Curtis. So actually, so what we're gonna do is so Charlie, y'all guess isn't on yet, right? Okay. All right. So I'm sorry. All right. So you guys know me. I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't like to push pause on nothing. So we're gonna keep it moving. When our guests come in, Charlie, you can let her know that she just has to hold for a second because we're gonna keep it moving. So our topic today. This is what everybody wants to talk about. Our topic today is bridging the gap on young, the young and older generation of women. So, oh, when you, when, yes. when you hear about bridging the gap, uh, first of all, have you ever had any experiences with an older woman? We're going to start there. With an older woman um, where she kind of was disrespectful or even maybe nasty with you because of your age mm. let's talk about time. it let's talk about it we gonna come back to the comments okay yeah. we gonna come back to the comments about the inspiration and the gospel artists we gonna come back to them i promise mm -hmm. All right. uh, i absolutely have um and i'll be honest with you all i have had more women that are older than me be nasty to me than women that are in my age demographic and anytime it happens, because Delana, you know me, but you know me good. Anytime something like that happens, I just assume like, oh, she's having a bad day. It has nothing to do with me or it's okay. Like I'll be nice anyway. But then as I've gotten older, there's been a part of me that's like, okay, there's some, because I experience it. Um, I've experienced it with coworkers and when it happens now as an older woman and someone that like kind of studies themselves and studies the people around me now i'm like okay it's not me there's something going on with her and my first thing is to never ever antagonize it or to even play into it i'm from the place of kill them with kindness even if they are just acting like an absolute like snot because it's not in my character to return evil for evil. I think that's silly and it takes a lot of energy that I don't have and it also causes wrinkles, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so I'm like, I'm not gonna be rude and nasty with you just because that's what you're giving me. I'd much rather stay in my personality and in my realm and in my energy because that's not something that I project, but it is always very puzzling to me why sometimes certain older women act like that. Yeah, so I I am definitely, um, I'm so outspoken. <laughs> and so I don't do well with disrespect from any age group. And I have, I've had some experiences where because of my age, older women were nasty and, you know, disrespectful and just, you know, it, it's, I'm trying to be nice because I promised oh. myself, I, I promised that I would be nice about this topic and, and not nice, nasty. So, yeah, uh, especially because of what the topic is, right? So, um, yes. you know, I just don't understand it. You know, I don't understand 
that if you're supposed to lead by example, how dare you be nasty to a younger person, but then expect them to act a certain way. You mm -hmm. know, you expect mm -hmm. them to carry themselves a certain way. You expect them to show you respect. You know, the whole, let's even dive into the, <laughs> when I enter a room, okay? When, when, when I enter a room, I have to speak to everybody, right? But when, and because I'm my age, I, I mean, it's just out of respect that you speak. But, but when an older woman enters a room with uh, some teenagers or some young adults, they don't feel like, and I'm not speaking of all older women, this is not all, but this is some. Mm -hmm. Why is it that you feel like the, the younger generation is supposed to speak to you first when you walk into the room? Yeah. Like, is it uh, you feel like you paid your dues, so it's due to you? Like, it's owed to you for somebody to, a younger person, a 25-year-old, to speak to a 60-year-old first because of you think you, you paid your dues? I mean, why can't it just be a respect thing and you walk in the room and you speak to everybody in there and not just expect me to say something because you walked in? See, stuff There's like that, strange, it, bothers, it, yeah. it bothers me. It, it bothers me. And so yeah. I've had... like It's I like said, a I've sense had, of entitlement. It is a sense of entitlement. I mean, mm -hmm. and I get that, you know, you've paid some dues. I do. But I think that we first must lead by example. And you can't have a nasty attitude and then try to teach somebody else to have a better attitude. You can't be disrespectful but, and then try to tell someone else to have respect. Disrespect is disrespect. But that's what's puzzling. But that's what's puzzling to me. Like, and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, but I'm like, you've paid your dues. But exactly what do those dues consist of? Do I owe you respect because God breathed you into existence a few First. years before me? So now you think that you have the right to be nasty and rude and mean to me because you were born a few years earlier. So I don't, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful because that's definitely not who I am, but the whole like, I've paid my dues, I'm here now type thing. And you, I think that's really kind of silly and it's time to go to therapy about it. You were born before me. I had nothing to do with that. We're still women and we can still be respectful to each other. I don't know nothing Absolutely. about no dues, but I do know about Absolutely. respect. Absolutely. So um, I've been, I've been, I've been having some discussions with some older women, and in these discussions, they are the these older women. I mean, in their forties and fifties, really do feel as if they're supposed to th that the younger girls are really beneath them. So right. we have, so the this is why the topic even came about because we had a conversation and I was like, so wait a minute, you telling me that this person can't have, because <laughs> I was, I, you, I was baffled in this whole situation. So I'm like, so you telling me that this person can't be your supervisor or your, or a leader, they can't. Because you feel that their age hinders that, 
but they have more experience than you. So now, because they're in this position, you want to keep on saying, oh, no, you ain't going to tell me what to do or you want to dis disrespect them on level. I just don't understand. So we had this discussion and these women, it was two of them, and they were really serious about this. They was hope they was like, I don't even know how she got the position. I don't even understand it, but that's that new age stuff. And I was sitting there and I was, I was outdone. Okay. I mean, when I say outdone, I said, let me tell y'all something. I want y'all to tune in. <laughs> Because we're going to do, I didn't know we was going to do it this Thursday, but I said, because we're going to talk about this because you probably won't even talk to me ever again after this, because I disagree. Yeah. You upset because this person has more experience than you, well, then you should have went to school longer or you should have had hands-on training longer, more hands-on training because you have an issue. So don't project your issue onto them. And it's okay. See, this is. All right. So, you know, I got to therapize everything because that's just who I am. It is okay to be an older woman and to identify the greatness in a younger woman. That's mm -hmm. how we get ahead, right? Absolutely. So, for, for instance, um, my sister, okay. My sister's 31 years old. She's a brilliant girl. I'm 37 and I feel like I am light years behind her and I feel like I need to catch up. She inspires me, but I have absolutely no issues. And it's not just because she's my sister. I have a niece that's doing it. I have friends that are doing it. I have women that I'm not really acquainted with and I just see them from a distance. You have to be able to acknowledge the greatness in other women and not take it personally where you are lacking. We are all absolutely. Built different. We're built different. We excel differently we learn differently and that is some type of like trauma response where you are like identifying and you see the greatness in someone else but you're not capable of taking a step back and be like that young woman is doing it and maybe if i stop being such a hater and stop being so rude and nasty i could tap in and maybe learn something from her chronological age has nothing to do with wisdom and growth and being able to do something that's just your age and when you were born you can do anything if you want to and if you take a step back and try to learn something it has nothing to do with younger age it has something to do with you feeling inadequate and then you reversing that and turning it to a bad attitude which is very unhealthy Absolutely. It is definitely you feeling inadequate. And it, it, it brings us back to um, how we always say there's no competition in sisterhood. You have to acknowledge no matter the age, no matter the age, you have to acknowledge that this is your sister. You know, that sisterhood mm -hmm. exists in, in, in any age group. And so when the, the more we acknowledge that sisterhood, we can gather, we can fix each other's crown no matter the age because we're supposed to. We're supposed to teach, teach the younger. We're supposed to lead by example and teach the younger ones how to pull them aside and teach them, okay, you, you can't, all right, let's, you gotta, you gotta use your words a little different, you know, because I've had several times where I've had to pull somebody to the side. No, you, you, you popping off and it's not the time to pop off, but that's what we're supposed to do. You got to teach them. You have to teach, mm -hmm. but it's okay to learn from them too. Yes. So we have to be okay with adapting to the times because these, in these times, a, a lot of them know some, some things that's going to help us in our age. 
Okay, and I'm not talking Absolutely. about us because I'm only 37, so I'm not talking about my age. I'm not talking about my age, money. <laughs> so let me stop even saying us. We are yet young. Okay, we are, yes. I'm talking about, you know, y'all just, you know, up there a little bit. Not, not yeah. me. Um, but no, seriously, we have to, we have to understand that um, there is things that they're going to teach us and we have to be okay with accepting that and receiving what they're teaching us as well. And we also have to be receptive, okay, when they're delivering some messages to us. Because here's what I just had a conversation. I had a conversation with somebody and I said, okay, I had to take some steps back because she was young. And what she was saying, I was I was feeling the way because it was it was coming off real. It was it was a little too much. But I took some steps back and before I checked her about it, I said, you know what? This is how all of them talk. They all talk the same. They talk, but it's because a lot of them are on guard because mm -hmm. they're always in defense of their age range and how they are doing things because older women already shoot them down for what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times we have to take some steps back, realize the times that we're in, it's different. Yes, some people may say it's a disrespectful times because I think some of these kids are, you know, they, they're a little off the hook. It, it's, a, it's a bit much, but I definitely think that we have to be okay with learning from them we have to be okay with respecting that this is how they dress now this is how they say things now this is the way they do things now some of the stuff i just don't understand i don't understand why my kids keep three thousand text messages unread on their phone i'm not in they they ate i'm not in their time stuff so i'm not gonna understand it so some things we have to take a step back and say okay there is a gap now teach me Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that's the part that we miss. We miss that everybody should be at a coachable state. Everybody should yeah. be coachable. And even yeah. if you're being coached by somebody younger than you, you have to be okay with that. At any so. age, it doesn't matter if you are 15, 57, 97, as long as you are breathing and living and you have the ability to comprehend you should always be open to growing and learning. That is your purpose here on earth, is to grow, to learn, to obtain knowledge, to change things about yourself, to be introspective, to learn people, to know people, to make friends, to make acquaintances. And I think amongst women, we have that really, really bad. You know what I mean? I think that we younger, Older women are so intimidated by younger women because they're wearing what they're wearing or they're driving what they're driving or they're going like applaud if there's if you see somebody doing good, especially a younger woman, and she's not out here selling her body or doing anything illegal, what is it going to kill you to acknowledge her or to be kind to her? And it's just like they already have like this preconceived notion and this already like disdain and this nastiness about them not all but a great majority of them and i can only speak from personal experiences it's just like before they even give you the opportunity to have a conversation to get to know you they already put you in a box and they've don't already made up their mind chance. about you 
you have preconceived notions. And I mean, that to me shows a sign of immaturity, whether you're 67 or 57. You don't Absolutely. judge people just simply based on how they look. You give people a fair chance and an opportunity. And then once they have squandered that opportunity and they've ruined that impression, then you make another judgment call on them and you decide whether or not you do or don't want to show yourself friendly. But <clears throat> just to come out the gate with it, that's something that's something else. Absolutely. And and I mean, I 100 percent agree with you. We We definitely have to. We got. We have to learn that as older as older women teaching younger women, we have mm -hmm. to bridge the gap. And um, in bridging the gap, we have to be respectful to them, uh, you yeah. know, and teach them how to show respect to to their to the to the elders. Because only yeah. way that they're going to learn is if you lead by example. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you can't do that. You can't lead by example because it always makes me question, how do you treat your elders? Because this, this is a cycle thing. Yeah. This isn't just something that, that just, this is a cycle thing. So it always makes me question those people. And how do you treat your elders then? Mm -hmm. if, if, and, and I had to, when I asked the lady that the other day, I said, so you have a daughter the same age and you would you you want somebody talking to your daughter the way that you just talked to that lady to the, to this young lady and what was her response because I, she, oh well mm -mm. Not. <laughs> mm -hmm. because they think sometimes, their behavior is excused sometimes, sometimes ignorance ignorance I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna reward ignorance and even give it the satisfaction of airing it you know it's, uh -huh. it's ignorance uh -huh. and so her response is ignorant yeah and it's sadly you know you can't <laughs> you can't be somebody you can't put yourself in a position you'll one you'll never grow she'll never grow uh -huh. into the place that she needs to be in if she doesn't if she's not able to be receptive from somebody that's younger than her, because guess what? Just be, because of the times, like I said, because of the times that we're living in, there's gonna be some things that we are behind on and that they're in there, they know already, or they are in mm -hmm. front of, okay? We have our, it's billion, it's people that are have billions of dollars that are have billion dollar corporations and they're 30 years old. Yeah. So they know something. They do. I was in a nail shop a month ago. And it's so funny. An older woman was sitting two seats down from me. And a younger girl was servicing her. And mm -hmm. the older woman walked in. Her posture just said, don't give me no mess. She sat down with an attitude. She had an attitude the entire time. She was loud. She was rude. And when the young woman asked her, she said, well, ma'am, I'm just trying to help you. What is your problem? You know, like, what's the problem? What's going on? And her response to the younger girl was, I'm grown. I ain't got to tell you nothing. Like, why? Why is that your response? for your misbehavior, because that's really what it is. You can misbehave at any age. 
So as an old woman, older woman, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, you still have a problem with misbehaving. Just because you you are older does not give you you the car blanche to act like that. And And you have a problem with times. Not only that, they have a problem with leadership. Yep. They have a problem with somebody that's an, an authority. They have a problem with someone that's in power. We don't just throw it out there. That's what they have a problem with, no matter your age. You can be 60 years old and you and your behavior displays that. You have a problem with authority because that young yeah. lady was in a position to help you and you didn't want to accept it because of her, because of how she looked, because of her mm-hmm. age. You didn't want to accept it. You thought you knew it all, but guess who needed help at the end of the day? You came in there for, for service. For service, she sure did. Nobody forced her at gunpoint. She walked in, walked in willingly with an attitude. And I never say anything to anybody, but I just watched her because I said, now why would you why would you come into a situation with an attitude and then use the response that you're grown? So you being older excuses the fact that you're acting like a complete cow? Like how? How does that even work? I can't go around and say, well, I'm 37. I can say whatever. No, you you don't have a right to behave that way. You don't. You have an obligation as an older woman. Like when I think of older women, I think of like regal, smart, classy, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. You can sit down and have not- a conversation with them and learn something. But I'm like, some of you are really like sending me to the stratosphere because that it's not giving what it's supposed to give, sis. It's giving rude and crotchety and pissed off and like needing therapy and maybe a few other things that I can't name off. But I'm just like, bring it down with you. You don't have to address younger women like that. Sis, I have a problem with, um, I even have a problem with the the whole um i have charlie not today please not today charlie because we are being so good not today so before (laughs) i make this comment i need you guys to charlie switch switch things to all and i'm gonna press mute because i need to yell upstairs because i need a charger okay All right, so we'll take this opportunity while Coach D uh, is repositioning herself. I want in the comment section why, from sisters or brothers, who's ever watching, why do you think that older women um, think that it's okay to behave that way? And if you are an older woman and you're watching, share some of your experiences or your feelings as to maybe why you had to come across that way or maybe your experiences with a younger woman and how she treated you that made you have an attitude or an issue or want to respond to her a certain way. I guess the most important thing is for us to understand in bridging the gap is trying to figure out what can we do to better love one another, to understand one another, and to better get along. At the end of the day, I mean, no matter what our age is, we are still sisters. Um, We're sisters in Christ, first off. So that in itself um, is an important mandation on our life that we cannot be disobedient to. So if God orders us to love one another and to show ourselves friendly and to be sisters, then that's numero uno. 
but maybe say what some of your experiences are, how you dealt with it, um, and why it made you feel a certain way. Uh-oh, I feel like the comments are coming and I'm scared to hear them. I have a, I, before I read these comments, um, and uh, what I was getting ready to say is I also <laughs> have an issue of with the, the whole, now I did, I used to really struggle with this, but I really have an issue with the, the, the whole thing of, um, because I'm younger, I'm supposed to keep in touch with my older, with the elders. Like when I say keep in touch, like I'm supposed to make the phone call. I have an issue with that because I just feel like it's okay for you to reach out as well. I don't, Absolutely. I feel like, I feel like that projects on me and maybe it took me a, you know, a while because, you know, before it was like, okay, you know, I just do what I'm told. But I think yeah. that I kind of broke out of that. You're not going to control me at all. And I just broke mm -hmm. out of that. So I just feel like you're not going to project on me. So I shouldn't have to always pick up the phone and make a phone call to you because of because of age. That makes no sense to me at all. That is that's an issue for me. My it's an issue. That is an issue for me. My my numero uno pet peeve with older women is you asking me intrusive questions and you thinking that I'm obligated to give you an answer. Now, I love, love peace, sunflowers and daisies and butterflies and all that. Call me a hippie if you want to. But honey, that puts me in a different zip code. Please don't ask me something that I can't ask you. And I mean that from the bottom of my soul. And I was raised to not be disrespectful. Like my mom would still pop me in my mouth at 37 if I said something out of the way. But what makes you think that you can ask me something that I can't ask you? Don't ask me nothing personal. Don't. Oh, you ask gotta get how like am me. I, how you feeling, how's the kids, and keep it pushing. Don't ask me nothing oh. else. No, don't do that. I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna show you how to fix that next time. Because <laughs> people ask. No, no. Because this, you ask, know, I ask. told you. They ask, but they don't really want to hear what you really got. They don't want to hear the rawness of what you're gonna come out with. And see, I'm real raw. And so you ask me, and you're gonna get, let me tell you something. Huh? Mm. Okay. So, we yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to get that. It's hardcore, too. You're going to get it. That rawness. <laughs> All right. So, guys, we are, we got 10 minutes. And I am going to read the comments. I'm going to read it real quick once we do this interview real quick. So, we might go over a little bit of minutes. I, saw, I said we was going to end on time, but we're going to do this thing and we're going to get it done. Oh, I got to go to work. All right. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. All right. So, guys, since you are still on, everybody is still on, and I know you guys have been waiting on our amazing guests, we're going to go ahead and get our guests in, and we are going to do this interview, and we are going to make it pop, okay, because we've been waiting, and we've been anticipating our amazing, anointed, powerful woman of God. She's going to come on, and we are just excited about that. So... 
Charlie, you can bring her on. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I had my mic mute. Can you hear me? You got hey. it. Yeah. Thanks. You on mute? She's on mute. For being late, I was doing another interview, and um, it Sam, they was running on late mute, with me. Miss Stratton, uh, you're on mute. No. Charlie, how can I try now? Oh, I see her. Oh, did it disappear? Okay. Okay. Oh. Hmm. So I'm excited about next week. I'm excited about next week. Yeah, I'm me so Is she back? Can you hear Kim me? Stratton, how are you? Yeah. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How's hey. everything? It's been good. I hear y'all talking about uh I hear you talking about the older women. We wasn't talking about the older women. We were talking about the, your experiences <laughs> with them. Yes, I am one of them. <laughs> But I try so, to be nice. I will, I'm nice. After, after we do your interview, I actually will ask you about the topic because we will like your input on it. Really? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Miss Kim Stratton, uh, yes. I, I'm excited that you're on my sister's circle. I am Joanna, um, Coach D, and O. That Hi, Miss Stratton. How are you? How are you? Good thing. So I'm gonna just read your bio real quick, Miss Kim. Is that okay? Oh my God, that's fine. <laughs> so Kim Stratton is an American. So I kind of, I kind of got it together where I shortened it so it wouldn't be, wouldn't take us okay. a long time to read it. Okay, because you got okay. you you got some heavy artillery. Okay, so I'm a. <laughs> All right, Kim Stratton right. is an American gospel musician. Her first album, I'm In This Place, was released by Glorious Music and was a Billboard magazine breakthrough release upon the gospel albums chart. Her fan mm. favorites include Live in Chicago with the AFC Choir. Kim launched her record company, Jehovah Jireh Records, where she is the CEO and first artist on the label. Her experiences of life lessons learned through God's grace and mercy were the inspiration for her new CD entitled Almost Forgot to Worship that was released in 2007. She has been afforded an awesome opportunity to have control of the creativity of her music and owning the rights to all her music through a label deal distributed by <laughs> Kingdom Records Universal Music Christian Group. Adding to Kim's weaponry, her heavy artillery is Kim Stratton's Kitchen, known as the Celebrity Chef. That's a come on, Miss Kim Stratton. Yo, hey. <laughs> your weaponry right. is heavy out here. Thank you. Yes, 
Kathy out here. So I'm not sure if you've seen our clip that our producer put together. He put together some collaborations of your songs um, that we oh, like. He loves more than enough. Our producer, Charlie, we call him Charlie, right. but our producer Hi, loves more than enough. So that was on there. Broken was on there. And then it was like two more songs on there as well. So I'm not sure if you've seen it, but we'll play it again um, as you okay. get it on. Thank you. Did, did you get I'm a so chance sorry. to see it? I missed it. I'm I'm so sorry okay. for coming we, in late. I, I was doing another okay. interview and it was everything. So, but I'm here. You are. You are. Yay. So we just have a few interview questions for you. Oh, you want to start? Sure. Yes, ma'am. So nice to meet you, Miss Stratton, and thank you for being on. We're so excited oh, to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So our first question is how did your career as an, a gospel artist start? Oh, wow. It started, um, oh, it, that's an amazing story. Um, I went to, I was singing with a group called A Cook and Renewed Spirit. And uh, he, we were going to Jackson, Mississippi uh, to sing. I had a 30 second solo and that was all I was singing on that whole set. And that 30 second solo landed me a record deal what? in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was a producer sitting in the audience. I know. It was a producer sitting in the audience and Clifton Davis, which I didn't even know they were sitting in the audience. They were fighting over me and trying to figure out who was going who was going to approach me and which one of them was going to offer me a deal. I didn't even know that. But the unique thing about it is that I went, I almost did not go because I didn't have no money. I was, you know, just a regular singer trying to sing with groups and stuff. I had $5 in, uh, on me and um, I had... Um, $5, some alpha seltzer, and a bag lunch, and some food stamps. What? You're yeah. saying you went, though. And I ran smack dab into Purpose and Destiny. Come on. That's right. Yeah. Woo. Now, what if I would have said, I can't go because I don't have no money? Mm-hmm. What if I would have said, uh, well, we stand in a hotel for three days, which they took care of that. But what if I said, I can't pitch in? What What if I said no, because when they go out to eat, I ain't getting no money. Mm. What if you would have let so pride took take out? over? Yeah, so we drove to Mississippi. So they had a van. And so I took Alka-Seltzer so I could uh, get those, uh, go to sleep and be knocked all the way out. And uh, and so when they got off to eat or something, I would be sleeping. I wouldn't even have to get off or wouldn't have to say anything. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What? It's a true wow. story. Very true story. Wow. That's yeah. deep. That's how. So who are, who are some of your music inspirations? Oh, my God. Um, of course, you know, I'm, I love uh, Yolanda Adams and um, Donnie and... Um, uh, you know, old school Vicky Winans and all of them, but new school, I absolutely, uh, I like Corin Corinne Hawthorne. Uh -huh. I, I love her, uh, David and Tamla, man, I cook for them. 
Um, Oh, um, I can't wait to get into that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, some um, um, Maverick, you like Maverick City? Oh my goodness, yes. I, love, I love yeah. Maverick. I absolutely, I am stuck yes. like glue to Maverick City. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's some, and Jonathan it's some, Reynolds uh, and I like them. Uh, yeah. So, so those, you're uh, a celebrity so. chef. Yeah. Tell I us do that about also. being a celebrity chef now. First yes. off, I, I, I have to know. Okay, so Kim Stratton's Kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us how you came into being a, a chef. Let's just start there, the chef. You want, That's an interesting story, too. So, I love interesting <laughs> stories. <laughs> so one afternoon, I was asleep. I had just came off the road. I was asleep in my bed and uh, and I had a dream. And in my dream, my sister was like, why don't you bake? My sister passed away. And that was the first and only time she appeared in my dream. And she said, why are you letting my uh, food die? You know how to cook too. So why won't you, uh, uh, why aren't you making cakes? And I was like, I woke up, I was in a sweat and everything. I got up, got dressed and went to the store, bed, bath and beyond. And I uh, went and bought me a cake mixer. I didn't even have a mixer because I did the uh, other food. My sister did the baking. And so uh, I went and bought a, a cake mixer and made a cake two days later and posted it on Facebook. And the rest is history. It wasn't a, a five-year business plan. It wasn't uh, something that I had been dreaming about doing. I got a whooping from my sister. And she told me to do it. And I did. And I started out with just desserts because I make sweet potato pies and banana pudding and peach cobblers and everything. <laughs> everything she do, you know, she did. I, I knew how to do it. I just didn't do it because she was doing it. And so... Um, I started baking and then people started like, oh, is that for sale? Can I buy it? Uh, how much is it? And I was like, um, uh, um, I'm going to get right back to you. Give me 20 minutes. Let me, uh, uh. I was trying to come up with an answer. I was like, what do I charge for this cake? And, you know, all of that was going through my mind. And I was like, I know. And so I came up with a price and they bought it. And I was like, shut mm. up. And then they bought another one, and then they bought another one. And uh, years later, uh, here I am. Uh, I cook for a lot of people, uh, T.D. Jakes, and uh, I cook for, I was Reverend Jesse Jackson's uh, personal chef for eight years. And uh, I cooked for Al Sharpton, Jamal Bryant, uh, David and Tamela Mann. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's so many artists. Uh, Marvin Sapp, Fred Hammond, um, Layla Hathaway, Avery, Avery Sunshine, uh, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, Dougie wow. Fresh, you know, some everybody. <laughs> Come on, Amazing. celebrity chef. Yeah. Looking for everybody.
So when I said the celebrity chef, I didn't think I was actually going to cook for celebrities. I just said, well, they say I'm a celebrity, so I'll just put celebrity chef, you know, talking about me. And I had no idea I was prophesying. <laughs> and so that you was uh, gonna cook for all the celebrities uh, for all the celebrities and and i know right and they loved mm -hmm. the food and they was it was amazing uh and then i started i opened a restaurant I opened two restaurants but i made the okay. mistake of um putting my restaurant inside somebody else's location because i was scared uh i didn't want the responsibility of being uh so it was a, a bank building and they had a little small cafe so i rented the cafe and then i was in river oaks mall uh in the food court but uh in, in hindsight yeah in illinois and if i had it to do all over again i would have probably did a standalone so i'm not sure if i want to do it again but i love the catering side because i cook for like the jazz fest blues fest and uh for Chase Bank and uh, Hyatt, the Hyatt Regency will call me and to ask me to come cook for their employees if if a family member passes away or something. Or during Black History Month, I would do a lot of cooking and stuff for them. So it's been an interesting journey. Absolutely, absolutely loved it, and it is one of the things that just fell out, fell in my lap. So it became a passion, though, right? Oh, it food was always a passion but okay. it was a personal passion it wasn't a public mm. passion <laughs> if that so I, it definitely does tell us how you've had to pivot during the pandemic with your catering business because i know you said you keep the catering side open so tell us how you've had to pivot during the pandemic with the because i know everything was kind of shut down and so yeah. i know that that would be a hard transition when that happened, it was like my whole world collapsed because we couldn't go sing as an artist and we couldn't cook because, you know, they had closed down everything. And so I think for three months, I just sat in the house and I was numb. And mm. then, uh, and then bills started piling up and I was like, uh, wait a minute, I need to do something. And so I just, I started doing uh, like my own delivery service, like DoorDash. And I would post what I was making that day and people would place orders. And then I had my drivers oh, wow. to drive it and we would deliver food, awesome meals to uh, people's homes. So wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That is amazing. Oh, you got some more questions for us. I do. I want to know, pick two of your favorite dishes to make. Shrimp and grits. Oh, oh my, my goodness. I'm on my way, Miss Kim. <laughs> shrimp and grits. I make the Pack best shrimp and grits. Pat myself yes. on the back. Oh my goodness. Shrimp and grits. And uh, I make, uh, oh, well, I'm going to say, but, okay, so I make uh, dessert. I make the best peach cobbler ever. Oh my gosh. That's the best right peach there. cobbler. Woo. And so uh, but and I make real good cobbler, mac and cheese. They're my favorite. Too. Right there, on the it, right here. I make you the best mac and cheese. I do ten cheeses. I'm sorry, how many? Let me pack my ten cheeses. Ten. ten. Yeah. Hold on. So, so okay. 
10 cheeses, Miss Kim? Yeah, it's rich. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm and I want it. Yes. And my mouth has water. Yeah. <laughs> I can satisfy that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But shrimp and grits is my absolute favorite. Um, I mean, is it? so I have to. Yes. Yeah. Grits so are my I, favorite. I could eat grits all day. Can I? Can I give so, you a secret? Uh, uh, for making good grits. Absolutely. Yes. Um, the the best way to make grits, you know, you boil your water and add a little salt to the water. Most people pour milk in their water and then they pour the grits in. Make your grits all the way up and then add your milk last. Okay, my milk last. I'm right here right now. Add your milk and watch what it do to the texture of the grits. Oh, I'm gonna goodness. make some tonight. Should have never told yeah. me. <laughs> Should have never milk said Miss Kim, how and can contrary, we? How can contrary we... to what people say, but I don't put it in my shrimp and grits. But contrary to what people say, uh, sugar do go on grits. Yep. Well, <laughs> add that for me. That's I'm writing all me. this down. But okay, I won't even, I won't even look at the camera. I just let us go past to the next question. <laughs> I, don't I just don't understand that. But okay, milk last. Got it. Mm -hmm. say that's where you milk gonna stop. Last. You gonna stop right there? I'm, I can't do the sugar, Miss Kim. <laughs> it's all right. That's it's okay, that's, but I don't yeah, put I mean, sugar in my grits when it uh, when I'm making shrimp and grits or savory. If I'm doing savory mm. grits, I don't consider it. Okay, so I can go with that. So at least I know when I come to Miss Kim's um, kitchen, I don't. Oh, yeah, I won't yeah. Get if you order sugar in grits, my shrimp uh, and grits, but when I make regular grits for my customers, I don't put the sugar in. I let them do it. Okay, okay. that that makes but me for, happy. But for me, yeah, a little sugar and some cheese. Mm. Right on. <laughs> okay. All right, ladies. <laughs> All right. So I do have another question for you, Miss Kim. Um, as sure. an artist, how important is it to have multiple streams of income? Uh, it's always important. But I think that uh, within your 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 first dream lies multiple streams. So once you're doing the first thing that you're supposed to be doing, when that happens and, and that starts to settle and uh, and it balances itself out, then you t tend to tap into other gifts and talents that's inside of you that, um, that um, you didn't even know were there. Like food, I didn't know that was a multiple string. Uh, uh, and then music, I, I was just happy to be on the label didn't think that I would own the rights to my music. So there's another multiple stream. And so uh, in, uh, within your dream lies multiple streams. I just wrote that down. So tap into that, that was... one thing you're good at, and then it'll open up other doors. I love that. Ooh, that was good. That was yeah. good. So mm -hmm. why would you encourage women to be entrepreneurs? Why? Uh, because I think that when, uh, are you entrepreneur? Yeah. You go to work. She is. You go to work. 
I do both. I do both. Okay. So when you're at work and your mind tends to daydream of what you wish you were doing, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, I totally mm -hmm. agree. So uh, uh, God didn't just create us to go to work. He created us to, uh, to make a living. And nobody really gets rich being somebody's employee. You get rich being somebody's employer. Mm. And so uh, you tap into that thing that you're good at and then you perfect it. And and then never be afraid of, well, I don't have the money to do this and I don't have that. You just do it until um till till opportunities present itself and never be afraid of no because um my job was to perfect my gift and my talent. It was God's job to put provision to the vision. So I didn't I tried not to step in his lane. And I just tried to perfect my life. Come on. I love that. Love it. Oh, do you have any more questions left for Miss Kim? I know I we think that is all, all of questions. Yeah, that's all of our them. questions. Yeah, I, I know we wanted to ask her our final question was how do we bridge the gap between younger women and older women? Uh well, I heard your story about the nail salon. <laughs> uh, you don't do it that way. I think the way you bridge the gap is uh, is that you become a, a, a mentee or mm. mentor. You become a mentor. Um, uh -huh. Like I teach singers how to sing, but I don't mm -hmm. teach them. I, I don't only deal with singers that can already sing, but I teach you after you learn your song um, and you think that now you're ready to get stage, that's when I want you. So I make you sing your song over and over and over and I teach you where your passion words are and the expressions that if, 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 you, if it's a song about your tears or something uh uh you there there's certain inflections that you can do where you can cry a song without crying but you can make your spirit cry in the song and so i tend to teach them how to deliver the song that they thought they knew mm -hmm. if okay. that makes sense no it makes a lot of sense so your way of bridging a gap is to become a mentor it's to be a mentor to younger women. Yeah. To be a and mentor. then and then don't judge them because uh the thing is to remember that uh I was once them. That's right. Mm -hmm. I was once them. Uh, so uh and I made mistakes. So why am I being upset at you when I did the same thing? Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Well, Miss Kim, we are, this was an amazing interview. I'm so happy that you decided to come on my sister circle. It is always a pleasure to have Thank someone you. of your stature, of your anointing, the power that you mm -hmm. have, um, just 
somebody just so amazing um, in the industry to come on to my sister circle. We are just excited. Tell us, do you have any any singles coming out or any any yeah. music coming out that we can look forward to? I, I have a single out right now. It's on uh, all musical, all music, music digital outlets. Uh, it's called okay. Open the Gates. Uh, Kim Strat, Open the Gates. My face is not on it. I think it's just a gate. The 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 graphic okay. artist did Open it. Open the gates. Uh, but it's called Open the Gates. Uh, I love it. It's a great song. Uh, but I'm uh, in the studio finishing up a project as we speak right now. And I should have new music coming out within the next couple of months. Perfect. And did you want to tell us about any other events or anything else that you have coming up um, that we can look forward to or that we can get tickets to or any anybody that loves you can come see or any way that we can get your food? Well, I, 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 once, once the project is out, I want to combine both my loves together. So I want okay. to do intimate dinner concerts. Oh, Ooh. I love that. Wait a minute, you're going to cook and then sing yeah. for us? Yeah. Uh -huh. That is incredible. Yeah. Oh, I'm so going to get a ticket, so let me know when that happens. Mm -hmm. I know, right? That's what I really, really, really want to do. That Charlie Are you a Detroit native, Miss uh, Tratton? Huh? Are you a Detroit native? Chicago. No, my mother was. I live in Chicago. Okay. My mother was a Detroit okay. native. My mama was so born and raised. All I got about a hundred cousins in in Detroit. Okay. Are you from Detroit? So, yes, we are. we're all in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you know any uh, the Praters? I don't know. The name sounds familiar, no. but no. They used to go to Greater Grace. Uh, oh. <laughs> We went to okay. Grace. <laughs> my uh, yeah, uh, my uh, cousins and them, they were all a part of that ministry. Some of them still are. Ramona Prater, she was on the radio in Detroit. Okay, wow. that's my cousin. Small Those are world. our first cousins. Yeah, it and I come there and sing. I sing a lot there you... in Southfield at um, Christian Tad. James Mormon. Yep. C-Tab. Yep. C-Tab. Yeah. Yep. The next time you come, you have to tell us so we can come and support you and see you in person. Yes. Oh, I would love to. I, I would used to love come. that. I was there uh, back in August. That's the last time I was there. But I will most definitely look you guys up and um, would love to to do that. Maybe I'll cook while, I, while I'm there. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. I'll find somebody's <laughs> Right. <laughs> I so we're going to ask you. Though, I have cooked in... I'm sorry. We're going to close you I out cooked... and then we're going to play your clip because I want you to see it. I want you okay. to see how our producer put it together. It was nice meeting you, Miss Kim Stratton. Nice meeting you. And we look forward you. to seeing you. And we look forward Thank to you. your your intimate dinner and, sing and concert. We look forward to it all. Thank you for being Thank with you. us. Thank you. All right, Charlie, you can play that for her. What cost me so much? I've been broken and bruised. 
Anybody broken? I've been broken and bruised, wondering will God still use, crying out to you. You are more than enough for me, oh God. Jehovah Rapha, you're my Can I get a witness? Say it again. Your presence here is all we need. You bring the change with sounds of the NCT or You change everything. So open the gates and let the in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll, written on the inside and out, and sealed with seven Thank you.